Hello and welcome back to the Slasher Siblings Podcast. I'm your host Hayden. And I'm your co-host Cicely. And this week we have for you Sweeney Todd, the Demon Barber of Fleet Street. That was one long ass title. Yeah, I didn't know it was called that. You just thought it was Sweeney Todd. <laughs> Sweeney Todd, and then I was like, wait, is this the right one? Yes. Okay. Uh, it was made in 2007, rated R, hour 56, 7.3 out of 10, which I feel is too low. And for the people that don't know what it's about, the legendary tale of a barber who returns from wrongful imprisonment to 1840s London, bent on revenge for the rape and death of his wife, and resumes his trade while forming a sinister partnership with his fellow tenant, Miss Lovett. Now, before we start, we will she will read the question from last week. This Twilight Zone-esque Netflix series taps into our collective unease with our modern world and the dangers of advanced technology. And the Black- answer... Sorry. <laughs> God, what's the answer? Black Mirror. I haven't seen that yet. I've seen a few episodes. I heard Miley Cyrus is in it. Yeah, I watched, I watched that one. And I liked it. I watched it a few times. And then I just keep letting it run. You know? And I was like, oh, it's pretty good. Get you thinking. Word. You should watch it. Okay. Okay. So we'll read the next question later. And if you didn't Google it, good job. Good job. So, this is your first time watching this movie? Yeah. I've is... seen, like, pictures and shit and, like, little vi- clips of Sweeney Todd. And I think I started to watch it at Outside one point. Outside of the office? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I think I started to watch it one time before. And I fell asleep. Uh, Andy Bernard's character was, uh, Anthony. Yeah. And, uh. He was. I remember because didn't they put? Didn't they put "I feel you, Joanna" in the show in the office? Something I don't remember. I'll have to. Um, I need to rewatch that rewatch one. Rewatch that episode. That was actually a really funny episode. Oh yeah. But uh, yeah, I've you know seen this movie a hundred times. I have a soft spot for musicals. So. So I also didn't realize <laughs> it was a fucking musical, and then they started singing, and I was like. What's going on? Hold here? on. Why did I not watch this sooner? I was like, shit. This is a fucking musical? I mean, we grew up with, like, Chicago and... <laughs> oh, I like we... musicals. Yeah, we watched Chicago, like, 2,000 yeah. times. <laughs> I love musicals. But, um, yeah, I didn't know this was a musical. And it reminds me... I always think... I think I always used to get Edward Scissorhands and, like, Sweeney Todd, like... Well, I have a fear fact for you on that front. Ah. All right, let's jump in here. Let's jump in here. Uh, The opening is a very Tim Burton style. Yeah. Mm -hmm. As soon as... It's like within the first two seconds of the opening. It's like this... You can obviously tell this this is Tim Burton. Immediately. I didn't know it was Tim Burton. Until just now? Yep. Yeah, it was Tim Burton. And it was with all the, you know, like dark, gloomy mm-hmm. setting and then like the blood drops. And it was it was 100 percent, obviously, because it was Tim Burton, but it was just like the epitome of, you know, what? now Tim that Burton's. I think about it, I think I did know it was Tim Burton. Probably. 
I think you've mentioned that before to me. Yeah, probably. But yeah, yeah, I agree. I also like the scene that Sweeney Todd is arriving on the ship with Anthony to uh -huh. London and the song that uh, this place is full of shit or whatever. Yeah. This this place is a great big pit. Uh-huh. Yeah, that, that song is a really catchy one. It's not my favorite song of the movie, mm -hmm. but that one's so catchy. And it's just calling London a big piece of shit. <laughs> well, that since this was my first time watching it, I don't usually watch movies with, like, subtitles. This one you kind of had to. I had to. Like, I was, like, watching it, and I was like, I have no idea what's going on. So then I, I didn't turn on the subtitles until, like, a few minutes in. And I was like, oh. Yeah, you kind of have to read the subtitles kind of understand a little yeah. bit. It's not even, like... Especially for because, the first time watching Yeah, it's it. not even, like, because you don't understand what they're saying. It's just, like... They're singing it. They're singing it. I feel like it, I so. can't... It's harder to understand uh, yeah. what they're saying. Like, especially if you're, like, trying to follow, like, a story and, yeah. like, a plot. Right. That's why I was like, fuck. I, I literally said out loud by myself. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I really don't. I gotta <laughs> turn on these fucking subtitles. Um, the barber story... He mm -hmm. said he's telling Anthony the story about the young barber or whatever. I thought that at the same time that was a really cool story. That was such a terrible, sad story. Mm -hmm. Fuck Judge Turpin. Fuck that guy. For sure. <laughs> I mean, Alan Rickman, who played Judge Turpin, was excellent, obviously. He's excellent in everything. But fuck his character. What else is he in? He's Snape from Harry That's Potter. That's it! That's it! I was like, who is this guy? I know that voice. He's Hans Gruber from from Die Hard, the bad guy in Die Hard. Mm-hmm. He fell from the I've never top seen Die Hard. Yakutomi Plaza. Really? Yeah. I know. It's kind of disappointing. They talk about it a lot in Friends. Really? I think. They also yeah. talk about it a lot in uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah, Die Hard. Mm-hmm. Which has made me want to watch it, but I never... It's a good movie. It's just, it's like, it's like John Wick. Do you like John Wick? Yeah. I mean, without, you know, it's it's. I'm very, not going to go out of my way to watch John Wick. It's Like, in my free time. But it's if not, it's on, I'm like, oh, this is pretty dope. It's not, they're similar in a way, like, action-wise, but he's obviously not going around killing people. And Anyway, uh, I just thought that that was, like, a really cool like look into his background without mm -hmm. knowing that that was him just yet i mean obviously you know what johnny depp looks like yeah so you see the same same person so you know it's him but like anthony doesn't i like his hair in this movie actually the skunk stripe it's cute they released the movie under the name skunk oh <laughs> like the working title yeah because of his hair that's cute i didn't know that it's kind of funny I like the Lovett's Pie Shop scene. Should I get a skunk stripe in my hair? No, you're, you're okay. Why? <laughs> like a pink skunk stripe. Like this. No, do whatever like you want. Like some of my bang and then back. Do whatever you want. Okay, keep going. Uh, the Worst Pies in London song yeah. is really funny. She's sitting there beating on the the dough and then all the cockroaches yeah are killing crawling. them and then one gets into the pie and i was like oh it's there in it there it's gross it's in there and then he takes a bite of it and she said it was cat meat <laughs> the cats That's are quick so 
<laughs> she said the cats are quick around here. <laughs> the first time I heard that, I was like, that's disgusting. But that's also what they had to do. Yeah. Because they had, they there was like a, a meat shortage back then. That's so gross. I know. It's disgusting. But I, I was, I, it introduces you to Miss Lovett, Helen, mm -hmm. Helen Bonham Carter's uh -huh. character, which I love her. And it's just so funny just seeing her making the pies in uh -huh. front of a customer a customer and, and then killing the cockroaches killing the cockroaches her hand on her dress yeah it's just so funny Ugh. everything about it i was like that's gross i would get up and leave love its addition to the story what i'm t talking about is where she adds context to the, the barber story like she tried to poison herself and you know, yeah mm -hmm. i thought that that was very cool to see someone up other than his point of view mm -hmm. to the story and then because obviously she was staring at him rather than his wife yes she was in love with him yes but also he was sent away to prison on a false charge so it was also kind of neat to see like what happened after because he obviously doesn't know he was in prison in australia yeah. so and then there's also the part that she adds where he the judge kidnaps his wife like that whole scene inviting her to the party and drugging her and stuff oh like, yeah that was awful yeah that's a, a, when i first that, like i had to pause right there because i didn't quite understand what happened I didn't understand what happened once they enclosed. All... Yeah. So like you kind of had to read the what it, what it was about before, because they they don't expressly say oh she was raped in the movie. Yeah, I didn't quite get that until yeah, was, right now. No, there wasn't much like context to that part, which is good. I... So why is the whole room in on this? Well, because it's judge, it's the judge. So the judge did it. Yeah, but like, he planned it that way. So why did the whole fucking room go with it? There were women in there. I too. mean, they are scared of the judge, so they just did whatever he said. Okay. That's just kind of the thing. That's lame. Yeah, it was. And Todd gets his knives, knives back, his well razors, I guess. Um. That was a really cool scene. I like that song too. Yeah. Where he's, where she's like whispering in his ear, and he's talking to the knives, and my arm is complete again. I like that part when where he, he holds the knife. His, up. Yeah, yeah, that that's one. That's cool. That's such a good image too. You see him through the window, and it just starts slowly, slowly backing up, and like there's this one little gleam of light mm -hmm. in this like dark and disgusting little town. town. It's so like, did he used to live there? Yeah, that was his. So that was where they lived. So that's why the blades were under the floor. Yeah. Okay. Because she figured out that he was Benjamin Barker, just under a different name, and that she knew that he lived there, and she hid those knives mm, for him. Okay. Um, she said when the police came, she hid the knives for him. And we, well. Anthony meets Joanna, kind of, like, hears yeah. her singing and stuff, and 
thought that was a really nice scene because it set up this. Is it Anthony or Antony? Well, the way they pronounced it back then was Antony. Have you ever watched Queer Eye? Um, no. That was a silly question. But... I mean, Mom has. I've, I've seen it. There's a one of the guys. His name's Antony. I mean, oh, the new version? The new version? Yeah. Of Queer Eye? Yeah. Is there the used to be... The current version? Yeah, the new one. Yeah, is there an old version? Yeah, Queer Eye for the straight guy. Queer Eye. <laughs> what? Mom used to watch it all the time with, um... Oh, I forget their names now, but... Five dudes? No, a man and a woman. Oh, yes, so the new version. Okay. That's why I was asking if his name was Anthony or Antony. Well, the, the like way they pronounced it, it right. back then, it was Ant Antony. Okay. That's the way they pronounced it, but it's Anthony. It's spelled Anthony. Oh, okay. But he meets Joanna for the first time, and he's caught by the judge, so... You know, he threat he the judge threatens him and says, like, come anywhere near, I'll kill you, basically. Mm -hmm. And the only reason I like that scene is because it sets up this like Sweeney Todd obviously has the revenge angle. Yeah. And Anthony has the love angle. Romance. The romance, yeah. It's very so, um Romeo and Juliet. Exactly, yeah. And you know, Romeo and Juliet weren't supposed to be together and yeah. Forbidden love. Forbidden love. Ah! Anthony and Joanna have forbidden love too. So love it's it. Kind of has that element brought into it too. Mm -hmm. And then Pirelli's Miracle Elixir. Yeah. I, I really like that song a lot. The kid sings very, very yeah. well. And I just think it. I always laugh at that scene because um, he's like rubbing it on the bald dude's head and. Yeah, I thought that was funny. And he, like, takes his hat off and shakes his hair, and it's real long from uh -huh. the elixir and whatnot. And, uh, I don't know, I just thought, it was, I just always laugh at that scene, because that kid's, like, so funny. Oh, yeah. Also, it's the it's the little nuances, like, when he's sharpening his razor, he's smacking him in the knuckles, mm -hmm. and he has, the, like, the bandages all over his hand, and he's used to it. And I, I, I like the little subtle things in that scene a lot it's I really like when johnny depp calls him out smells like piss uh -huh. piss with ink yeah. piss with ink <laughs> i always laugh at that too because he obviously the kid's just trying to do his job yeah he's not the one making the elixir and he's just trying to get it sold for his master or whatever and then he just like he's just like so confused like why this dude is saying like that calling it's him out. yeah he's, he's like, like i'm just trying to do my job like can shut you just up. shut up yeah <laughs> it's just it, that kid was so good in this movie he was but sweeney challenges pirelli to a, a shave off i guess you could say shave off but as soon as he challenges him and he shows him the razor instantly you could tell on Pirelli's face that he knew it was Sweeney like who Sweeney really was he knew yeah. it was Benjamin Barker it was just Sasha Baron Cohen Sasha Baron Cohen is a really really good actor he's Borat oh yeah oh he's such a good actor and that's who that was yeah that's funny he's also in uh, Alice in Wonderland with Johnny Depp and mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Helen. Mm -hmm. But uh it was like the the subtle change in his expression was so 
so good that you knew that he knew who it was. Yeah. He took the challenge anyway because he thought that there was only one way to really get him blackmailed was to let him win because he knew he was going to lose anyway. And then come back later and be yeah. like, I know I it's know you. I know who you are. So I, I, I really like that part. And the blackmailing of Sweeney Todd was very... It wasn't like a good scene because you know he was being blackmailed but i also like that scene because he thought that he knew how to handle this yeah but he came and said like hey i'll tell everyone if you don't give me half your money this dude is literally desperate from his wife being taken and well as far as he knows murder yeah and you're trying to take half of his business that he just barely has. This man doesn't give a fuck. I don't know why you'd mess with him. That's what I'm saying. But it was he was also Dummy very on his part. It was very conceited and cocky. But I also like that first kill too. Oh yeah. It was very like clumsy. Because mm -hmm. he beat him with the teapot and then oh, yeah. threw him in the chest and the kid almost saw him and then he slid his throat. Like, it was very clumsy. And his hand was moving in yeah. the it, it wasn't. It wasn't calculated like the deaths coming later in the movie are. Yes. And I don't know what... Like, I went into this not knowing anything about it. So after... Once we get to the how the other deaths are, I was like, wow... Yeah, that's, wow. that's coming up pretty soon. Yeah. Then there's the scene where the judge is being a judge, and he's sentencing, sentencing somebody to death, and he's saying, like, I sentence you to death, blah, 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 this isn't the first time. And then the camera pans over, and it's just a little kid. So that that's obvious. He doesn't give a fuck. That he doesn't give a fuck, yeah, yeah. but he's very extremely cruel. Oh, yeah. And crooked, obviously, because later we find out that it was just Beetle asking him to do that. Mm -hmm. But it's obvious that he's, like, very cruel. If you didn't get that hint already when he kidnapped Sweeney Todd's wife and took her, but this was, like, cementing the fact that he was an awful person. Mm -hmm. Period. And then the judge comes for a shave. That is such a, like, you're right at the finish line moment. Yeah. And it got ripped out from under you. Yeah. And, you know, he missed his chance then because Anthony come barging in. Revealing his plans. His to... plans to take Joanna. And that was a dumb move on Anthony's part. Why he did he... He should have just... Like, why did he barge in and say... Why did he barge in screaming about it? Like, he should have... Checked who was in the room. Exactly. He should have read the room. But, I mean, he's a kid, and he's in love, so he does dumb stuff. Yeah. But, you know, it is what it is. It happens. And then there's the talking about, or, well, singing about putting people in pies. Uh-huh. He, They were singing about putting Pirelli in the pie. Mm -hmm. Like, how are we going to get rid of him? And how about some priest? Him. And Yeah, how about and a they were saying priest? he yeah. was chunky yeah so it was that's a very very funny scene because they're yeah. just like looking around the town like picking people out i also you know really like the relationship starting between the two of them yeah you can see it happening there 
like they're starting. they're obviously becoming friends in some capacity i mean she's in love with him and he's just kind of like indifferent to yeah. her but it's just a it's a very cool scene to see that kind of blossom into like a business partner relationship i guess you can say i didn't like still quite understand what was going on and then i was like the pr the priest you what? didn't understand that they were gonna put him in the pies no i was like they're gonna what is what are they planning and then I, I got it. I was like, oh, okay, it. okay, okay, okay. That's making a little more sense. And then this, there's a scene with sending Joanna to the madhouse, which he's obviously very desperate to get this girl to, you know, be his wife and stuff. Uh-huh. So he sends her away as if no one was going to do anything about it is the thing. He just expected, like, not a single person to try and, you know, help her yeah. or anything like that. Which is fair. He's he, he thinks that he's, like, untouchable. So it's fair. But this is also when the killings start. He, he He's building the chair mm -hmm. and stuff, so he starts slitting people's throats. And the whole thing was, like, they pick strangers who no one will miss and... No they're one will not come like, looking for. And they're not, like, disgusting looking because no one wants to eat. Like a gross person. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to eat a person in general. I mean, I don't want to eat humans at all. But if I had to, I wouldn't want them to look gross. Have, right. Like, right. Have some, have some class. You exactly. know what I mean? The fancy guy would probably taste better than the dude who lives on the street. Yeah. <laughs> probably, right? I assume. And... Then it shows the scene where the meat pies are actually becoming popular now. Mm-hmm. Like they're yummy. It, it, that scene in itself would probably be a little suspicious. Because at yeah. one point they were terrible, and then all of a sudden everyone they're loves them. They're all cannibals. Like, we're sitting there... Watching, watching people this. become unknowing, yeah. unknowingly cannibals. Yeah. And I was like, um... This is really fucking gross. And they're all sitting there. Like, mm. They love it. I'm like, ooh. Like, did you not w want to know what kind of meat it was? No, they don't care. No, they didn't and care. what is a meat pie? Is it crust and then meat in the middle? Yep. It's, yeah, that's it literally gross. what it is, a meat pie. It sounds so gross. I would never eat a meat pie. And then I also think that the scene where they're traveling to the sea is hilarious. Sweeney is sitting on the beach, just like not caring about yeah, anything. Not doing anything. And she's just like so excited, talking about how she wants to go to the beach and she wants to get married and uh -huh. all this other stuff. And it's a really funny scene because he's just like there. He's just sitting there staring. Johnny Depp is such an amazing actor. He is. And and, and this scene is just like obviously Sweeney Todd doesn't want any of this, but he's just going he's along just with, going it. with it. He's and nodding and. You know, it's it's just so funny the way, you know, Johnny acts in this scene. It's just, he does it in such a way that it's, well, obviously it's hilarious, but uh -huh. he, he's just an awesome actor. And then there's the plan to get the judge, and that meaning, like, he hmm. sends the note and says, show up, because... Something stinky. Yeah. Yeah. So it was kind of a very well thought out plan to get the judge to come to the seat and 
saying like I know a way that she's going to love you and obviously that sucked him in because this whole movie or play musical whatever you want to call it is all about not all about it's all about Sweeney Todd but for the judge's point of view it's all about him trying to get Joanna to love him which doesn't happen but. yeah and the I like the scene where Toby will protect love it where mm -hmm. she where he's starting to kind of figure it out a little bit and uh he's saying like I, no one's gonna hurt you while i'm around song which is a really cool song and it's it's a real nice sentiment between the two of them because it's obvious that she wanted a kid and never had one and he's always wanted a mother that actually not like pirelli like actually cared about him and I thought that, that scene was really nice between the two of them. Yeah, I thought so too. And then Toby finds the toe in the corpses in oh the basement. Oh my god. That's gross. Imagine That's finding a realize, toe. That's when he realizes like, what's going on. Everything was human meat. And then the guy comes down the chute right in front of him. Right in front of him. Bad timing. Oh, super bad. But timing. also, he had no choice. Yeah. Know, he had to kill him right then and there. There was no way around that one then the judge comes for a shave again and he actually kills him I like the Sweeney Todd's talking to him uh -huh. and then the judge is like he realizes who it was and Benjamin he realized Parker. he was screwed Yep. right there and I, th I think that another amazing actor Alan Rickman the subtlety and the emotions he's like shit yeah and also like what the hell how are you here and still alive and stuff but i thought that, that was a really cool scene as far as like acting goes too and todd sees his lucy uh -huh. is what i have written down which he figures out that he actually killed her yeah that sucked that sucks he he spent this whole time thinking she was dead and she ends up dying and by his hand yep and i feel extremely extremely bad for sweeney todd in this movie because not only did his wife and daughter get taken from him get thrown in jail under false charges come back and have like nothing to his name to his name at yeah. all having to live under a new name thinking his wife is dead the whole time and then killing his wife on accident on accident like i feel so bad for sweeney todd and he probably shouldn't because he's you know murdering people and but i still feel bad but i still feel awful for him yeah. because that's such a you know shitty life Kick him while he's down yeah you know? exactly and then i also it's an awful scene but i also think i also like the scene where him and lovett are dancing in the basement and he throws her in the oven like I said, that's an awful scene, but I think that scene's like, I mean, in his eyes, necessary. It was gnarly to see her catch on fire. Yeah, that was wild. And, I mean, she deserved it. <laughs> she she lied. lied to him the whole yeah. time. I mean, I don't think if someone lied to me, I'd throw him in an oven, but... <laughs> maybe. Don't maybe. test me. Don't, yeah, don't test me. But who knows? Like, it, it, it seemed necessary for him because, I mean... 
He's been murdering people. What's thrown Lovett into the oven for lying to him? Yeah, I mean, you're already you're already killing a bunch of people. Might as well. Might as well. Add one more. And the other thing, my last thing that I have written down to talk about for the movie was, like, he dies without actually seeing Joanna. I know. And, I mean, yes, he saw Joanna. But he didn't know it was He Joanna. didn't know it was her. He didn't know that I was even a girl. He almost killed her, even. Yeah. Thought it was a little boy. And I also feel bad because he died without actually seeing her. And she was right there. And, like, the whole movie was about getting her back and killing the judge. And he ends up dying without... It's, it makes me sad. Yeah. I also feel bad for Toby, too, because he had to kill Sweeney Todd. Yep. Which, which was necessary, yeah. But I get it, but... Damn. Yeah. Do you have anything you want to talk about? No, I I did really like this movie. Like at first, I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna like this. Like, and then you realized it was a musical. Yeah, and then I got into it and like started understanding what was going on. I'm definitely gonna watch it again. Yeah, like it's it's a really really good movie. What did you watch it on? I own it. <sighs> I rented it. I have it on Xbox, so I oh. wouldn't have been able to send it my way. No. Well, I have it for like two days, so watch it again. I'm gonna watch it again. Get your <laughs> Probably money out tonight, of it. you know. Well, here's some interesting fear facts I got. On the razors that Sweeney Todd used, there was a hidden button on it because oh. I guess Johnny Depp had trouble like flinging it open. Yeah. In the movie, so he had them build like mechanical ones and he hid the button with his finger and he would press it and it would shoot up oh okay because i guess he had trouble getting, getting it, it to, to shoot up out. yeah uh sasha baron cohen who is borat or pirelli uh borat. sang the entire fiddler on the roof score for his audition the whole fiddler on the roof which i haven't seen it or anything but like from what i understand is a very extremely long score so he sang the entire thing for his audition wow. well it worked it worked it got him the part which is fair enough because he's an excellent actor too like yeah. there, there wasn't a single bad actor in this no even vecna was in there oh anthony is oh vecna. my god dude oh my god not only are you fucking kidding me not only that... is he vecna but he's one of the vampires from twilight i'm uh, kind of pissed now vittori yeah because i stared at that kid and i was like who is that that's Vecna. and i did not look it up that makes so much sense now that makes so much sense he's a very good singer very good singer listen i love me some vecna i know he's not a good character but the actor is very good oh my god he's so cute now uh, that makes sense. No. I feel a lot better now because I was like, who is this kid? Why do I know that face? It's because I fucking stared at it. For the whole season. Oh my god, okay. Uh, Johnny Depp practiced singing on the Pirates set. So, uh, I think it was Dead Men Tell No Tales or something. I think it was that one. But he was singing on the set of Pirates of the Caribbean. Like, practicing his Sweeney Todd singing. Oh. Which is kind of cool to know, because he, he kind of gets into his characters 
It's kind of funny that he was practicing yeah. while being another character. Uh, Johnny says that Sweeney Todd is the long-lost relative of Edward Scissorhands. Ah! That's what I, I was meaning earlier. That's making sense. Yeah, it, they, it's not real, but, but it's just what it Johnny like Depp it. says. Because that's his character. I mean, I know Tim Burton created both of them, but Johnny Depp is those characters. Yeah. So, I mean, if he, Johnny Depp says it, then it's that's true. Yeah. No matter if it is or isn't, it is. <laughs> it's true. Uh, Johnny is the only American in this movie. Wow. Which is very cool. That is cool. Everyone else is like, you know, from England and yeah. whatnot. I think I think everyone else is from England. Except for yeah. Johnny Depp. Cool. This is the seventh collaboration for Depp Johnny Depp and Tim Burton. This is the seventh movie they worked on together. Wow. I don't know all seven. We need to look it up. I w yeah, I want to look it up, but... Obviously... Obviously, Edward you know, Edward Scissorhands and Sweeney Todd and stuff. And every time Tim Burton makes a movie, I like it. I haven't hated anything he's made. No, me either. It's, even Wednesday was amazing. And oh, then yeah, he did direct Everything that Tim Burton and Johnny Depp have done together have been amazing, too. Mm -hmm. And for my last and final fear fact, the body count in this movie is 12. Damn. He's killed 12 people. But I give this movie an 8 out of 10. I have a soft spot for musicals. I love musicals. And also, this is a pretty star-studded cast. Yeah. From Johnny Depp to... Vecna. Hel Vecna, Helena Bonham Carter, and Sasha Baron Cohen, and Alan Rickman. Even Beetle, team. even Beetle is Peter Pettigrew from Harry Potter. He's the one that turned yeah. into the rat. Yeah. Yeah, like wow. even he was pretty popular at that point too. But I really like this movie, and as I said before, I like musicals. I also like, I I love Tim Burton's directing style. Mm -hmm. Very dark and gloomy, and obviously it's gothic. Super cozy. Like, curl up on a rainy day, light some candles. Get some murder hop in. Hop into bed, make a hot chocolate, maybe. And get some murder. Yeah. In. Yeah, no, I, I really like Tim Burton's direct and writing style. Mm -hmm. it, I mean, I don't think he wrote this, but it's still like anything that Tim Burton is involved in, I usually really like. Mm -hmm. The Batman movies were great. He did Michael Keaton's Batman. Oh, I didn't know that. Cool. And... It's just his directing style is obvious, very, very obvious that it's like his yeah. style. Did you watch very The Corpse unique. Bride? Love The Corpse Bride, yeah. That's one of my. That's that's one of them. That's one of the seven. That's one of my comfort movies. Yeah, I love that movie a lot. Mm -hmm. Remember when we saw it one time and then we tried for like months to figure out how to watch it again? <laughs> no. We watched it once and loved it, right? And okay. then, like, for months on end, we kept trying to figure out a way to watch it. Like when we were little? Yeah. I was going to say, because right now, today's technology, no, we don't have and to then worry about Dad that. had to burn us a CD with it on it because <laughs> we, want, we wanted to watch <gasps> it so, so bad. Funny. Or DVD, rather, but. That's cute. Well, do you have anything else you want to talk about? No. Other than I'm totally going to watch it again now that I have a better understanding yeah and and you know what's going on i feel like you itched 
a scratch in my brain telling me that that was Vecna. Because, listen, dude, you have no idea. I stared at that motherfucker, and I was like, I could have just Googled it, but I was like, mm, can't quite put my finger on it. <laughs> well, as of for next week's question, David Naughton and Griffin Dunn play a pair of unfortunate backpackers in this 1981 like lycanthropy classic. Lycanthropy? Yeah. It means the uh, third word in that sentence there. Okay. That's what lycanthropy is. A lichen is... Quick given hints. Have you seen that? No. Me either. Do you know what it is? No. Me either. Okay. I mean, I've heard of it, but... Anyway, don't Google that, obviously, as if we And as if you we don't say, know it, no shame, because we don't fucking know We don't know it. know it either. We didn't... I, I only know... He just yeah, showed I, me the answer. <laughs> I only, I've only known a couple of these answers that we've done. I haven't known... Like, the Wes Craven one. I've I have known no a couple. idea. I've known a couple. Yeah, I've known a couple. It's just... Not a lot. We got, like... We got a whole deck. 200 cards here with two questions with two on questions each. two questions each. So yeah, we got... We got a long way to go if if this if people keep answering that is. Yeah. But um that's all you got, that's all I have too for this week. What's next? The next one is Let the Right One In. That was Evan's pick. Okay. It's a Swedish film, I guess, so that'll be interesting. That'll be good, I think. It's about vampires, he said, I think. He says it's good. It's probably good because the the witch was amazing. But we gotta we'll have to sit down and pick the next month's movies after Let the Right One In. So. Are there any of your favorites we haven't done yet? Probably. But we'll get into that off the podcast. Okay. I was just asking if there's anything off the dome that you... Not right this second. I'd have to actually sit and think for a minute. But that's all I have. So Same we'll catch here. everyone next week with Let the Right One In. And Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in. for the. This is now the 26th episode. But thanks for getting us to 25 and we appreciate everyone listening and reviewing and stuff so hell yeah we do so thanks again and we'll catch you next week with that movie catch you later